Hello and welcome to the Mindset Matters podcast. I'm your host Jack Coots and if you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. On this week's uh, episode, we are looking at a really important topic and that is the topic of depression. Um, And crucially with depression, uh, considering how it is the real pandemic in our world right now, and we're going to look at some facts about depression um, and also how to support depression in others, how to help them through it, and crucially, how to help yourself as well if you feel like you might be slipping down into depression yourself. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me on another episode. I'm really happy to have you here. And um, I wanted to do an episode this week on depression for a couple of reasons. I was, I was really inspired by... Um, one of my favourite authors. Um, so I've started reading a book of his where he actually makes himself really vulnerable and talks about his own own experience of depression and anxiety and actually how how he almost took his own life. Um, and it was actually really inspiring to see his journey, but also to understand a bit more around depression and how it works in the mind and the psychology behind it. Um, and that author is called Matt Haig, if, if you ever want to check him out. He he actually does a very popular book called Midnight Library, which I'd 100% recommend. Um, and another reason why I, was, uh, why I was inspired to do an episode around depression is, um, is because it's January. It's the middle of January, the most depressing month of the year. We've just passed Blue Monday, which is the fucking most depressing day of the year, statistically. Um, as horrible as it sounds, it is the day where most suicides are recorded across the world. Um, and it feels like a good time to do an episode on depression uh, to hopefully, if there is anyone out there who's feeling down, feeling a bit depressed, this um, hopefully helps. Equally, it's a good opportunity to look at um, how we can spot depression in others, how we can be there for them, how we can help them get over it, but also how you could help yourself get through depression as well if you feel like you're slipping into that state. So I want to start this episode off by talking through some facts about depression, just to highlight how serious it is and and how actually, in my, in my eyes, and actually a lot of people say this nowadays, um, depression is really is really the real pandemic we've got in the world right now. And the reason why I'd say uh, it's the real pandemic in the world right now is that actually 4% of all deaths in in the world are, sorry, 1.4% of deaths across the world are recorded as suicide. And that's a really high number when you consider all of the, all the ways that you could record death and is actually um, significantly higher than some of the other common causes such as heart attacks, etc. So this is, this is something that's very serious. And, you know, the likelihood is, is that you're, you're committing suicide if you're depressed. It's, it's a symptom of depression as opposed to it being being anything else. So really, you can equate those deaths to depression. So depression is, is the real um, pandemic. And one thing I would say about this topic, and it is really tough, and I think a lot of people in society nowadays will know of or have had someone close to them, uh, unfortunately, take their lives. And it is a really tough topic to, to talk about. But in my opinion, no one takes their life because of they they are done with living. They don't take their life because they don't want to live anymore. They take their life because of they they can they can't figure out any other way to remove the problem that is their depression or their anxiety or another mental mental illness that is driving them towards that decision. 
And when it comes to suicide, men are actually three times likely, more likely to, to commit suicide, which is staggering, really, when you consider that women are almost twice as likely to be depressed. So if we were to say that suicide is a symptom of depression and, you know, the cause of death is depression, um, why is it if women get it so much more that more men take their lives? And there's, you know, there's numerous studies on this. And I think for me, it, it really comes down to our society and how we, um, how we treat men, how men are taught when, when they're growing up to behave. And, you know, I can say quite confidently as a man that, it's very difficult to talk about your emotions, it's very difficult to uh, be vulnerable and say actually you are struggling. And even in male circles, you know, if, if a lot of friendship groups where there's this friendship group of men, even if you were to say you're down, generally it would it would be seen as a bit more of a joke thing. We, we struggle to talk about it. Um, whereas women seem to be far more open to talking about it, but also far more open to seek help. Men very rarely seek help. And I think that's improving, you know, there's so many movements around that, um, which is helping more men seek help and more men open up and more men speak. But I can say from personal experience, the scariest thing that I've had to do in my life is over the last couple of years talk about my emotions, my feelings, my trauma um, to you guys on this podcast or through social media or to my mentors. And it's changed me dramatically as a person. I've become so much more self-aware as a result of it, but also I've become far more emotional intelligent with others, which is always a blind spot for me. I, I, I was never someone who's very emotional, intelli emotionally intelligent growing up. Um, and I would implore anyone, if, if there's any males listening to, to this episode, if you ever need to talk to someone, please do. Honestly, I know it's scary. I know it's tough. I know it's easier said than done. Um, but please give yourself that time, that space, that justice to do it um, because of it will really, really help you. So some other facts about depression. Um, globally, it's estimated that about 5% of adults suffer from depression, which is about 280 million people. Now, that is a long-running stat. When you consider that, actually, um, rates increase by by pretty much 18.4% between 2005 and 2015. That's, that's a significant shift. And what I would say is that that's more than doubled since COVID-19 um, throughout the pandemic and afterwards. And I would probably challenge the notion that 5% of adults suffer from depression at the moment. I think it's probably about double that um, because the effects we've seen through the pandemic and, and uh, since. And when you couple that with the fact that 19% of adults have reported that they've been diagnosed with depression before, you can see actually this is, this is a huge issue within our society. And then it stands to reason, right, to consider why. why. Why is depression so prevalent within modern society and particularly within uh, what I would say first world countries, those developed nations, um, as opposed to, to a lot of the third world countries? And there's, there's a couple of reasons how you can how you can consider this. Obviously, part of it is impact of illness through COVID-19. Um, you can say that we are more isolated as a result, which is always going to... Um, play a part and I think we've become more self-aware over that time as well because we've had the space to become more self-aware and sometimes when you become more self-aware you you actually um, you become a lot more self-critical so in my opinion that might be some of the reasons but I think the real reason um, or one of the biggest reasons why depression is increasingly growing and particularly within 
developed countries is that the human mind is not evolved to deal with the modern world. When you look at, uh, you know, if you go back to when we had the the Industrial Revolution, for example, when steam as, a, as an energy source was first developed and we got coal, etc., um, started actually mining fossil fuels and we got electricity and all of the wonders it brought. Um, you know, that's that's not too long ago. That's That's within the last 150 years. Now, when you think of that, it's, it's, you know, it's staggering, really, the pace that we have, we have moved with technology over, over that time period. And not just with the technology, but also how we behave with each other, how we interact, the type of jobs we do. Um, everything has moved so fast that our mind, our brain hasn't evolved. And actually, our, our brain is still designed, um, really, to behave in a way that it did when we when we walked around with Neanderthals, because of it takes time for a physical body to change and a physical brain to change. So, a lot of the world around us at the moment has triggers against our against our brain. It creates a fear response, and that fear response naturally increases the bad hormones and chemicals within within our body, which can then lead to more anxiety, and more anxiety can lead to, to more depression. Plus, the standards that we hold ourselves to at the moment are so fucking high, it's ridiculous. We're constantly being bombarded on social media by someone who we think is doing better than us, someone who looks better than us, someone who has just had a baby, and I, well, I, I'm 30, I haven't had children, or someone who's got married, and you're like, oh my God, I don't even have a partner, right? There's so much fucking shit around us that can, that can pull us back and make us think that we're not good enough but the reality is is that this is just bullshit it's our minds um it's our really our undeveloped minds telling us that we should be further ahead or we should be scared of something when we shouldn't be um and with that i think it's worth then looking at how do we how do we recognize suicide in others and how to help them get over it So looking at depression in others, and I think it's really important to be able to understand how to recognise depression in others and, and how to deal with it. And sometimes we can steer away from facing into this with other people. We don't want to make them feel awkward. We don't want them, we, we don't want to upset them. And sometimes actually we, um, we're very good at not recognising the signs. And obviously some of, some of these things will be obvious, but some of them might also be uh, less obvious. And I think the first place to start is if someone's depressed, they're going to be down a lot of the time. You're going to see from their body language, the way they behave, maybe the way they talk to you, that they are going to be they're going to be very down. And this can often lead to emotional outbursts, whether that is sadness, you know, crying lots, or angry outbursts, or being more irritated. Um, that can be a very easy to spot sign of of depression. There could also be loss of interest in the things that they enjoy. You know, if, if say you're with someone and and they usually really enjoy reading, but they, they're not really into it at the moment. They just can't seem to concentrate and they're just like, oh, I just don't enjoy it at the moment. Or say they don't enjoy anything at the moment. That's, um, that is, again, a very easy to spot um, symptom of depression. And then increase or decrease of appetite. Um, I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling down, I eat fucking loads, like way more than I usually would. Um, and I'll probably drink more as well. And I think that's always a good, good way to spot 
um, depression. But it can go the other way as well. Sometimes people eat less when they're depressed because of they just don't have that appetite. Um, so again, that's that's another way to spot it. Um, now, one that surprised me when I was reading this this book that I mentioned was um, was slowed down speech or just general generally mental response. Um, you know. Sometimes it's it you know if if you've ever felt like that it's like a cloud over your mind, and I think um, if if your friends are someone or you're with someone or a family member and they start to say to you oh, you know I've been feeling like I can't think properly recently, um, I just can't seem to get my words out properly or I just like I just don't seem with it, um, that that could be down to depression. And then some some typical ones say so apologizing often, feeling guilty for small things. Um, people when they when they feel depressed quite often feel like they're not good enough, so they will apologize an awful lot when when they don't need to. Um, and quite often low self esteem as well, not worthy, feel ugly, unattractive, don't feel like they're good enough for anything, don't feel like they give value. Um, you know, many examples you can use there. And lack of motivation to to do anything, and one one of the signs that I think is probably very regularly seen, but we quite often don't recognise it as depression, is when someone withdraws from people, they withdraw from their friends, they don't reply um, as much on on text or on group chats or whatever, they don't really want to socialise anymore. Quite often, we we take that personally. You know, if, if you're on the receiving end of someone not replying to you as often or as quickly or at all, and, you know, you can, then our ego comes into play. It's like, oh, well, they don't want to make any effort of me. I won't make any effort of them. Perhaps actually they're not making any effort because of they feel so depressed. And, and one of the reasons why people withdraw when they're depressed is that uh, maybe they don't feel worthy. Maybe they just feel like they can't do it, so much energy, maybe they feel really anxious, anxious, anxiety and depression quite often go hand in hand. Um, so it's very important that uh, you recognise that one because of you can add to someone's weight if you give them a negative response around that. Um, so how to help someone who, who seems depressed? So the first thing is to, you know, keep in touch. If someone's withdrawn from you, just keep in touch with them. Um, now, naturally, it doesn't mean to say that you should keep trying to talk to people who clearly don't want to talk to you, but don't necessarily write it down as that. Consider actually maybe this person's just going through a tough time, maybe they feel really down, maybe they are depressed. And just keep in touch. Send them, you know, send them a funny gif every now and again or a funny article or a TikTok or whatever. That can honestly do wonders for someone who is trying to withdraw from the world because of it just helps remind them that actually there is someone there for them. Keep talking to them and, you know, if you recognise they're down, maybe just call it out in a, in a very nice and subtle way. You can say to someone actually like, you don't seem yourself recently, you know, what what's happening? Um, and that might help them just open up and be honest with you and just say, hey, listen, I'm really struggling with my job or actually like, I'm just, I just feel really lonely at the moment or I'm just not happy. Whatever it is, it gives, it opens up a space for them to be able to talk to you about it. Um, so you can then help them. And, and within that as well, if you can support them to get help, if, if they're really suffering, sometimes getting that professional help is really important. But equally, if they're not willing to do that or you know, they, they 
just don't seem to be in the right place for that, then actually you talking to them can can be really helpful. And um, and it's important if they do open up to you, you open up to them and allow yourself to be vulnerable as well. It's very um, it's very easy when you feel depressed to feel like you're the only person in the world that feels like like that. Um, however, as as we've already stated, uh, at least a fifth of adults suffer from depression at some point in their lives. So um, it's, it's well worth talking about your own experience and saying, you know, like, you're not alone in this. I've felt like this before or I've known someone who was really depressed and, you know, make sure they don't feel alone in that and be open and vulnerable with them as it will open up space and to be open and vulnerable with you so you can actually help them. Um, and so importantly, don't criticise. Try not to criticise someone who's already feeling down. You know, what's the phrase? Don't don't kick a dog when it's down. Don't kick a depressed person when they're down because of, you know, it just continues continues that spiral. But not only just that spiral, it's, it's also then affirming to them the things they're telling themselves. So if you can avoid it, don't criticise and be gentle with them. If you have to give them tough love, do it in a way that's nice, that's supportive. Um, and hopefully that should be received really well and critically just be there just be there for that person when they need you the it's it's like anything you can't stop another person feeling depressed and you you should protect your own mental health within that as well you know don't try and carry the weight they're carrying but you can be there for them and then when you're there for them then you're in the best place to help them when they're ready to move forwards because it's like anything only that individual can decide to take action for whatever it is whatever's making them feel down whatever they need to do in their lives to to push past that depression um, and be happy again it's down to them but you can be there to support them every single step of the way now so that's that's about other people feeling depressed but how about yourself um when you feel like you might be spiraling down towards depression or you've suffered from depression before and you feel those feelings start coming up again um or actually if you've never faced depression how how might you deal with it if you do face into that um now like anything dealing with your own depression is is tough um, everything I say is easier said than done when you're in that state if you truly spiral into into depression um, it can feel like you're completely isolated it can feel like it will never stop the pain can be unbearable but what I would say is that take each day as it comes that that is the most important thing and you know I I can sit here and say I've I've been depressed in my life and it's, it's felt really tough and I wouldn't necessarily see myself as like a depressive person. Like generally in life, I'm very optimistic. But when you go through a tough time, you can't predict how your mind and your body will respond to it. And that for me was really tough at the time. And I, I kind of fought against it. And for me as a man, I felt like, oh my God, I'm letting everyone down, I'm failing. Um, and it made me spiral further. But the thing that really got me out of it was recognising I just had to take each day as it comes getting out of bed, having a shower, getting dressed in normal non-slobby clothes, genuinely was a win. And that win helps give me a platform to then take myself into action. So take each day as it comes. Celebrate just getting up in the morning, brushing your teeth, doing your hair, having a shower, and then you can start to move towards um, 
feeling happy again. Most important thing is if you can, reach out. Reach out to a friend, a family member, even if it's, you know, maybe a stranger, if you don't feel comfortable doing that, reaching out and talking to someone is, is so important because it helps you get out of your own mind and helps give you perspective. Um, and also sometimes, you know, you just need that validation from someone saying, hey, listen, yeah, that does sound tough, but you know what, like, you're doing amazing. And I believe in you. That Those words can mean so much when you're, when you're in that position. One of the most important things for me when I felt like that was to try and maintain a routine. Maintaining a routine is super important because of it keeps you going in life. It just keeps you chugging along whilst you deal with with your, you know, I'll call it how it feels, your, your inner demons. And maintaining that routine actually gives you consistency in your life so you don't continue to spiral in um in different ways and it's a really good anchor to to make yourself feel like you're still alive then we look at self-care self-care is so important in terms of making sure you don't become depressed or feel depressed because of it's very easy to forget your own needs your the needs of your body it's very important that you listen to yourself and what you need if you need more sleep then get more sleep if you're not eating enough then adding some more calories into your diet. If you just feel like you're overwhelmed because there's so much going on, give yourself some time off and give yourself some time away. Sometimes it feels selfish. Sometimes it feels tough. Often we feel guilty when we try to take time away from stuff. But here's a couple of things to remember. If you need to take time away, number one, you are not the best version of yourself when you're stressed, depressed, anxious, tired, overwhelmed. You can't give to others when you feel like that. So take some time off to recharge so you can be the best version of yourself. And number two, um, not taking time off and becoming depressed is so, so damaging for for you. And taking that time off and recognising if you're spiralling in towards depression or, or just feeling anxious all the time, whatever it is, listening to your body and recognising you need that time, that space for yourself, um is so super important so please if you needed it here's some permission today to take some time for yourself but whatever it is you need to do that is self-care for you please please try and make time for it because it will help you feel better and if you look at the other side of the coin you've got self-sabotage stressful day at work come home glass of wine feeling overwhelmed so busy get four takeaways a week Believe me, been there, done that. Self-sabotage feels good at the time, but it only pushes you more towards that feeling of despair, depression, like you're not in control. Um, so it doesn't mean to say you shouldn't, shouldn't do that stuff. I would never sit here and say, you should never drink alcohol. I'd never sit here and say, you should never get takeaways. Obviously, everything in moderation. But if you're using it as a coping mechanism, that's when it starts to become toxic. So consider actually, what can you do that feels more like you're taking care of yourself rather than sabotaging yourself just to feel better in in the moment? And most important thing is go easy on yourself. None of us are perfect. None of us get it right all of the time. None of us feels on fucking Sky 9 every single day, every single year. Um, you know, we all go through different phases, but your phase is your own. And go easy on yourself um, within that, please, because of you don't deserve to talk to yourself like shit. 
you know that's 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 really what to take away from that for me and the the other thing with going easy on yourself is that you know one of the beautiful parts of life is that we do go through phases where everything is amazing we do go through phases where things are a bit more challenging and that for me is part of the beauty of life if it was easy all the time if we were on sky nine all the time if we were cloud nine the same as cloud nine sorry if we're on cloud nine all the time um you know life would be boring right we need to go through these phases where things are a little bit more duller things feel a bit darker we go through different challenges um because of that's what turns us into the person we want to be that's what turns us into the person that we we ultimately become and shows us the best version of ourselves um that being said there's levels right it's all well and good going through a tough point it's all well and good going through challenges it's already all well and good going through a bit of a darker period but if you're feeling depressed it's toxic it's gone too far so go easy on yourself within that remember you will get to the other side of it one of the most comforting things you can tell yourself if you're in that moment is that quite often the biggest breakthroughs come after the biggest challenge or the biggest period of um of actually having to work really hard on something and that might be difficult to to say to a depressed person it might be difficult to say to yourself when you're depressed but for me one of the most comforting thoughts was that actually I will get onto the other side and I will come out better as a result of it because my biggest breakthrough is always on the other side of my biggest challenges and the the other way that I really got through feeling depressed when I felt like that was through journaling and journaling is honestly, it's just, I say it all the time, it's free therapy, it's amazing, it, it's a really, really great way to get out of your own head. And for me, it had to come as a process, I had to take each day as it comes, I had to start to get back into that routine and maintain it and just fucking celebrate that I got dressed. Um, and, but then, you know, when I felt ready, I had to journal and I had to look at really what what was it that was making me feel down? Why did I feel depressed? Why why did I feel like I wasn't good enough? Um, and, you know, that, that allowed me to be really honest with myself. Say, actually, the, the reason why I felt like I did was because I felt like I was failing. Was I really failing? No. No, I wasn't. But actually, to stop feeling like that, what did I need to do? And it, it allowed me to then list out the action that I needed to take so that when I felt ready, I knew exactly what I needed to do to feel better and this is the this is the critical thing when you feel ready take action the only way you will push forwards is by taking action and it's the action that will get you out of the other side of depression into a new lease of life and back into the light so i really hope this episode has been helpful uh, depression is a really tough topic to talk about um i'm certainly not a mental health expert I just am someone who's very into mindset and very into reading up on things. So um, please, please, though, if you do feel depressed or you know someone who might be depressed, seek the help, be there for them, be there for yourself. You can always reach out to me. You always got a friend in me either way. So you never need to be afraid to reach out to me. But just find someone in your life if, if you do feel like that. And, um, and just remember... 
everything gets better. Nothing lasts forever. Uh, you are amazing and you deserve everything you want in the world. And on that note, I'll end this episode. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you so much for listening. As always, if you love this episode, please share with a friend or family member. And if you haven't done so already, please drop a rating or a review. It honestly means the world to me. But thank you again. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.